and welcome to Promoted, the podcast which helps you get promoted and be great when you get there. I'm your host, Felicity Fury. Today, I've got the fabulous Renee Wooten, hello, engineer, speaker, and future astronaut, I say. <laughs> Let's don't get ahead of ourselves. It's a long term journey, but yes, uh, so good to be here today. I'm calling to you uh, from the Barangana lands. Um, I've just moved to Toowoomba, so much to explore on the beautiful country up here. But we are up on the Great Dividing Range, and it's uh, it's a beautiful day. Where are you calling? Well, I'm on the road. We've been actually traveling for the last two months doing a remote working holiday. And today I'm in Barrel, which is the home of Barrel. So your country, Renee, and also the Gundangara people. Um, and for them, country means everything, which I really love. Um, it's about physical, cultural, and spiritual. And I think that's a really cool connection to link all those three elements together. And today we're going to be talking on the podcast about what to do when you want to change your plan. And I think it can be a tricky thing to navigate when you've got a plan, you've got a goal set in place, and then halfway through or maybe just starting out in the journey, you realize it's not the right goal, it's not the right plan. How do you know when is the right time to change? That's what we're going to be discussing today. Renee, I know you're a goal setter. Has this happened to you where you set a goal you start on the path and then you're going to change it. Absolutely. I think uh, it's a part of, uh, you know, thinking about the new year, everybody's setting their new year's resolutions and then as you start out the path, you know, things might change. Um, and I think that there's kind of this expectation that no matter what you do, you'll do it for a period of time. You'll set new goals. You'll hit those goals um, or you might not reach those goals. There's so many reasons why that might happen. Um, you pivot and then you set off down a new path and, Sometimes, you know, because we've set goals for ourselves and we've become quite clear around why we want to achieve them, how they're going to add to our vision, our mission, our purpose, and then there might not be that alignment that we expect as we kind of set off down that journey. So sitting there, pausing, and then reflecting on, is this actually the right goal? And then when is it time to let go of that goal? I think is really kind of uh, a fairly normal and iterative process that we all go through Um throughout our day-to-day lives, uh, but also our longer term. So what about you, Felicity? Have you got much experience with, uh, you know, setting those goals and changing plan and tact? Yes, and I say, yes, because I think when I first started setting goals, I would be of the mindset that I just had to get it complete. So here's the goal, I must get it done. And for me, integrity and honour of my word is really important. So it would feel like if I set a goal and then I said oh no I'm not going to do that it might look bad or people might think I'm flawed so I'm one to publicly share my goals because I like that accountability but then I find that very uncomfortable when I go okay no I'm changing my mind so as an example I really started to enjoy public speaking And I said to myself, this is what I want to be doing 100% of my time. I love it so much. This is great. So I really started to work on that as a goal. I signed up to courses. I went and learned all this new stuff about this area and this goal. And then partway through doing it, I got more speaking gigs, which is great. I got a speaking agent who I still have. Shout out to Saxton. They're awesome. But I realized that I didn't want to do it 
as my full-time thing and I changed my mind about it. And I think what you said there was really great around this letting go piece of being able to let go and then that's okay. So it's, I think a dance sometimes of here's the goal. Okay, I went down that path. It's okay to change mind. And I've kind of come to realize that it is part of the process and I wouldn't have worked that out if I hadn't have set the goal in the first place. And yeah, I think that reflecting piece, like you said, is also so important because if you do reflect regularly, then you can be in tune with what's working, what's not working. Um, yeah, have you had a similar experience, Renee, in sort of setting a goal and then deciding it's not quite right? Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, we set ourselves to have this high standard around our values, as you mentioned, you know, being a person of integrity. But I think, um, you know, it's very much a case of as you realize and go through life and set new goals and new missions and challenges for yourself, uh, you become, uh, you know, intuitive around, is this actually working for me? Is it bringing me the happiness, the joy, the challenge, the skills that I kind of set out to actually achieve? Um and I think, you know, many a time um, I've absolutely uh, come to a point where I go, yeah, this goal is either not actually giving me, um, you know, the the outcome that I was working towards. Uh, a great example of that for me recently was uh, I have just moved to Toowoomba, um, to Burrigan Lands, and I uh, moved from Gadigal. Um, I knew that this was coming for many months of lead up to actually make change. So I had set some clear goals around, right, I'm going to make these changes to my work, um, to my personal life. Um, I'm going to plan ahead and make sure that this transition goes as smoothly as possible. And I can tell you most of the things that I tried to put in place didn't actually come to fruition. Uh, The plan didn't go into plan. Um, But I think what was really nice is I actually was forced to let go of um, the control I was trying to place around that change. Um, and I think that's actually a really nice outcome in that, uh, you know, as, as much as you can put your best foot forward and plan as well as you can ahead, things don't always work out and come to fruition as you'd hoped. Um, and I think that there was a beautiful lesson in that for myself. And I think I've actually landed in a much better place, although I didn't achieve the things that I'd hoped by the deadlines that I did. Um, I think what it's kind of given me is this, um, almost freedom now to to have let go um to stop stressing about the stuff that's outside of my control uh, and go with the flow a little uh so as an example uh, i was hoping to kind of transition into a new job that was going to suit where i'm living now um and those conversations are inevitably still going uh, there's nothing set in stone and uh, i started those conversations in preparation for this move back in september and they still continue today um so it caused me a lot of stress in the lead up to christmas because i had tried to control the outcome of that in preparation for christmas and that was the expectation and the goal that i had set in my mind uh, and so I had to let go of those and it was really uncomfortable for, you know, a week in the Christmas holidays um, and leading up to it because uh, I had to let go of those expectations. And when you're forced to do it, it's always so much more uncomfortable than, uh, you know, when you plan to do it. But I think that that's the beautiful lesson in, uh, I think to some degree, what's meant for you won't go past you. So um, I'm just accepting that this is part of the journey, part of the, part of the pathway that I'm supposed to be on. Um, but yeah, if you, if you think about that with other goals, um, and, and, you know, um, once you have them in place, they haven't come out, um, what can you do now? How do you pivot and how do you kind of embrace the journey that you're on? Um, so that's kind of the point that I'm on now is, Hey, things haven't worked out, uh, but they're, they're not off the table. 
um, the goals that I had set. I'm probably not going to achieve the timeframe that I had originally hoped for and was working towards. Uh, but what that's given me now is this um, opportunity to really be quite clear and not respond emotionally or within a short time frame um, and not actually get the ultimate um, and best kind of outcome that I'm working towards. So, um, you know, on the other side of the Christmas holidays, I've come with a new sense of peace, I think, around working toward this goal um, and just trying to put in place and take control of the things that are within my control. Uh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm actually really excited now. Um, I'm not put off by it. But, yeah, there was a period where I was really uncomfortable and holding on to that plan so tightly uh, and I've been forced out of it. So I think there's something to learn about as well. What about you? Oh, I love that. Control the controllables. And it's something, maybe it's my engineer brain. Or like, no, that's not logical. What are you talking about? And yeah. when you let go of that control, I think new opportunities can open up as well. And we recently had an experience on our, on our road trip where our vehicle broke down. It's a motorhome. We can sleep in it. So it means also our accommodation was no more. And we were four hours out of Melbourne, we needed to get to the city for meetings and work. We had our two small children and we weren't really sure what we were going to do. And it actually became such a fun adventure. And we realized how comfortable we've gotten in the motorhome. We have everything we need. We've got all the stuff for the kids. We love it because we can fully pack the van with all of the paraphernalia that you need with the kids. <laughs> okay, we've got to get on a bus and a train and spend about six hours traveling. So I'm going to have like the snacks, the toys, everything. And of course we decided we're not going to put suitcases in the van this time. We don't need that. We're not going to be leaving our van. So we had two small backpacks and oh my God, no way. <laughs> it was quite the adventure, a suitcase. I mean, I definitely am just going to chuck one in uh, next time, but control the controllables. Our car broke it down. There's literally nothing we could do. And we made the choice to not waste time on something that could potentially be stressful because there's actually nothing that we could do about it. And that was really powerful. And also new opportunities showed up. I got to stay with one of my mentors at her house, which is an incredible experience. We got to spend some time in Port Melbourne, which we wouldn't have um, gone to. I ran into a friend on the tram in Port Melbourne. We got a coffee. So all these other things happened. And I also really like your point around when you are focused on the the outcome within a certain time frame that is a constraint on your goals and just recently mm -hmm. been listening to this amazing guy um on on social media and following him along he's an entrepreneur and he talks about the time frame is going to be the time frame it's all about the actions you take towards the goal and actually shifting that perspective of it's less about the time frame for the goal you know, oh you do a smart goal time is one of the things we're doing about being time bound but actually, you know, continuing to take the action is the important thing for a lot of my goals I'm discovering. So it's less about that outcome within a certain time frame. And that's been quite a tricky thing for me to navigate, but it has really helped me be adaptable to the plans that I'm setting myself. Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Um, and I think that that's been probably one of the biggest learnings in this is actually um, even if you're setting time-bound um, goals, uh, no matter what you do, sometimes uh, it, it is out of your control. And so you have to be willing to pivot and uh, to explore your other options. And I do think that, you know, even if you set a plan and um, you have to drop that plan, I think that that's absolutely a positive. Um, some people do see that as a negative. Uh, but I think that 
you know, in the two instances where we've had challenges at a plan recently and they haven't gone to plan, um, I think the best outcome is actually realizing that um, you do have more options. And whilst we set these expectations and hopes and dreams and goals, sometimes it's not actually the best thing for us. It's just what we're aware of at the time. And so um, when you're forced out of your plan, um, it just expands your horizons, it expands your opportunities, but it also challenges you in a new way. So how do you not let that overwhelm you? How do you actually go along and realize, okay, these are in my control, these are outside of my control, these are, you know, I set this really specific and niche goal. However, I'm also now open to these other things becoming outcomes now as well. Um I think that, you know, thinking about a plan that I have or a goal I have set and achieved and uh you know, uh, as an example, I went and did a bikini comp, um, which I got up on stage for in October this uh, last year. And I started working towards that you know, roughly February um, of 2023. So I had like a six to eight month lead time in the lead up to that. And there were periods along the way where I realized, man, I've set this goal for myself and it is actually incredibly hard to achieve that goal. And I had to sacrifice quite a lot in order to achieve that goal. And there were periods along that path where I thought, or maybe this is a bit too much, like I'm sacrificing too much to hit this goal. Um, And, you know, as an example, some of the sacrifices were just time throughout my day. Like I went from, you know, being able to go to the gym and enjoy the gym and do my walks in the afternoon and see my friends for coffee and do my work and then, um, you know, meal prep and plan or the next day maybe I'd go out for dinner with friends or, you know, just go and spend time with people with my life. And I kind of had to sacrifice that for, you know, about a two to three month period. And I didn't realize that that was the sacrifice that I had to make along the way. However, at this instance, I was so committed to the plan that I was happy to put those things on the back burner for a short period of time. Um, And I think in some instances, we realize what's actually really important to us as we're working through our plan to achieve our goals. And sometimes that isn't actually the complete set. So being okay to let go of that is really important. And it actually shows growth and maturity in you as a person, I think, and gives you more self-awareness, which is why we set these sorts of goals that, you know, that's the beauty of being able to pivot and replan uh and i think that there's huge strength in becoming agile like that and resetting um, a new pathway definitely and you just reminded me of uh, a recently experience actually it must have been it was before um jemima our second was one and you know i think just because you could just because you can doesn't mean that you should or just because you could doesn't mean you should and I'm you know, it's very i was living in the sunshine coast i was working at a university in melbourne and I was teaching that semester. So every week I flew down to Melbourne to do the teaching component of my role and did the rest of it remotely. And that was all agreed um, by the university and it was all fine. And I got really sick, totally. And I remember it was late at night, eight or nine. That's the time you go and saw me in Sydney as well. Oh. And we had really yeah. a conversation around burnout. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, okay, great. Right. I'm following. 
Yeah. yeah. I said at your place, that was right right in the middle of that period. I said at your place for two weeks, I was pulling 10 hour days and working at the Sydney Opera House for this amazing project around STEM engagement for university students. It was, you know, dream people to work for the Opera House. Absolutely incredible opportunity. But I was totally wrecked and totally burnt out. And it actually was not good for me to do all these things. And sure, I could, but it was at what cost? What am I sacrificing like you were just talking about? Yeah. And they're absolutely, you know, I've worked very hard and I, and I do work hard and there's certain times for that. But at the moment, being a parent and at the time we were trying to get pregnant and we, we weren't. Um, and I think part of that stress wasn't going to do it for me. I was like late, late at night. I was about to get on a plane and my husband said to me, I don't think you should be doing this right now. Like he was like, this is not okay. And I was so stressed and tired. I was like, what are you talking about? I can't like, I can't not do this. I have to go. Like, I have to go to work. I have to turn up for class. Like, I'm, you know, these students are relying on me. And he's like, it's just not worth it. Like, you can find a workaround. You can find a way to replace yourself. And yeah. I think the question that you had around at what cost and the more, like, now I feel like I'm, you know, being an, an older person, like the older I get, uh, but my mindset has changed around what is really important in life. And we've, I think, both been on that journey of work is important and I am someone who wants to achieve things and my career is important, but at what cost? There are also other things that are important to me. And yeah. how do I want to go around navigating that um, with my family, with my husband, within friendships and what's kind of that right? I don't want to say balance, but what's that kind of right commitment? And at different points in your life, there's different things that you're committed to in different timeframes. And I think that really now factors into my plan. And at the moment, I'm really like a lot of these goals I've got are going to take longer because spending time with my family is important to me and being there with my young kids who are one and three. That's super important to be there for them and being okay with that. But I'm also not going to know what it's like to have kids and juggle those things until I've got the children. And you also don't know what's going to happen with them. Like our first had a bunch of operations because he had hip dysplasia when he was born. You can't yep. plan. And of course, you're going to make that the priority and work things around that. And I was still able to speak and work and do other things. It became the priority. And actually that whole experience was such an important reminder of you know, what is the most important thing? Um, and that is a real priority for me. And, you know, the work stuff can wait, really. I couldn't agree more. And I think to your very point, one thing to call out there is you mentioned that your priorities change. And I draw back to the fact that I do think that your priorities change, if not daily, uh, absolutely once to once, year to year, particularly as your life changes, you take on new experiences, you have a family, like, and as you're going through those changes you don't realize what you need until you're going through them so absolutely i think that you know we can be so harsh to set these plans and these goals however uh, i think the expectation we should set is these are going to change and for some uh, we'll be able to execute them however week to week they might not the actions that we take to achieve that goal might change and be variable so it's being kind to yourself in the weeks where you can't actually achieve the things that you thought you would, but holistically you're still on the right path and that's the important piece to take away. Yeah. Um, 
one great learning I had actually out of my bikini comp training was don't discipline yourself after you do something you're not happy with or doesn't align to your plan. So as an example, if um, you know, you're feeling particularly hormonal one day and all you want to do is just rummage the fridge and eat everything that there is in there, and you come up Yeah. And I had this many times throughout like the months of training, like just hormonally bodies change a month and you go through like you know a couple of days where you do just want to eat everything in the fridge and uh, I had to really fight myself but then on the days where I did give it a little bit and go a little bit over my plan uh, I then found myself disciplining myself the next day where I had to eat even less in order to um, achieve my holistic goal for that week which was to eat or consume this many calories and then if I didn't achieve or go to the gym on the day that I planned to I would then have to do two sessions the next day or do another session on a day that I hadn't planned for in the future. So it kind of got me into this really negative mindset of like, I'm now disciplining myself rather than enjoying the process and just being consistent. And so it, it really taught me that stop making excuses on the day um, because you'll pay for it the next day. Uh, but I had to transition to disciplining myself and then hating that process more than just being consistent on each day. Uh, and so I think that that's a really, really great, um, I guess, outcome for me to learn about. It's like, if you're going to do something, just turn up on the day because it's hard to turn up on the day, but it's harder to not turn up on the day. Mm, I think that's, yeah, an incredible takeaway. Um, on top of that, um, I think... You know, whilst we're talking about just going with the flow and not being in control of, um, you know, a plan and its outcome all the time, I think it's still really important to realise that even if you can't achieve some goals, um, that doesn't mean we should adopt this kind of mindset where then nothing's achievable and everything we have to just plan to pivot with. Um, I think that there's some really clear things that we still want to make sure that we have goals in line with that bigger vision and mission and even if one goal doesn't contribute to that, well, then how are you pivoting your other goals to make sure that you're still on the right track holistically? Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, it's a tricky one because I am so yeah, determined to achieve things. And there's this one goal I'm working on now around business I haven't achieved yet. So we've been working on, I think, like maybe even 10 years. And I am so committed to, well, I'm just going to do whatever it takes to get this done. And I don't know quite what that looks like and I'm learning through the process. So I think there's this, maybe the word is commitment, having that commitment to go, I'm going to do whatever it takes. Is a, I don't know if it's a motivation or a personal drive, but that's something that's there for me. And I do think you need to have some kind of rigor or I'm trying to look the right word. Yeah, keep going back to commitment, that commitment to that intention and it, off, it can look so many different ways. The pathway to get there can be so different through what we're doing now, that business, we might not achieve it. And then there might be the next business, the next business. Um, but I think it's the other part of it too, is that accountability and whether it's with my business partner or with mentors, I think maintaining that accountability is really important and really powerful. So as an example, you know, we had a um, maths textbook company, uh, maths resources, real world resources. I told everyone about it. The business didn't work out. And I still went back to those mentors and said, it didn't work. Here's why. Here's what I've done about it. So it's that real follow through, I think, is really important yeah. to add that into the mix because that reputation, you know, is is really, really important. And that's going to be with you forever. Oh, 
Yeah, and to that point, people um, people want to see that you have integrity, initiative, and follow through. And uh, I think that even if your plans, goals uh, don't work out, if you can show justification as to why and then what you're doing about it, then that's huge uh, on its own because it shows that you have the right values. Uh, and typically, that's what people want to see is that you've got the values and the consistency to keep turning up regardless of, um, you know, what the outcome is times, particularly when things aren't working. Um, now, I'm going to throw in a little bit of a spanner in the works here. Cool. Talking about, you know, um, plan it, plans not for coming to fruition um, and what do we do if we need to pivot and change plans. So perhaps we can uh, come back in, you know, the next quarter or in six months and update our people, our audience on uh, what we've set out to achieve for our intentions of 2024 and then provide an update in about six months on, on how those plans are going. So what are your plans you need that one. So for me, it's really growing our community at We Aspire and bringing awesome people together. So we're just about to kick off a bunch of programs. It's the new year. We're just super exciting with some amazing clients. So I think one one goal for me would be around um, delivering an awesome experience and making a difference for the people in our programs and also growing our community. So that's your people listening to this podcast, people connecting with us on social media and, um, yeah, creating an incredible community of first time leaders, emerging leaders, future leaders. I'm going to do some kind of like triathlon, half marathon, still working out dates. So I'm wondering how I get like Michael. My my husband's away that weekend because he's going to um, a retreat. So we're gonna. I'm gonna figure out the job with the kids. Haven't worked out that plan yet, but it's gonna happen. I might bring my mum as well, Renee. Amazing, bring your mum. I can't wait. Bring them in. <laughs> and for our listeners that don't know, we inspired. And uh, so we um, help first time leaders get promoted and be great when they get there. So it's all around the skills that you need, not just about leadership, but things like business acumen, communication, challenging conversations, all that. So yeah, we run training and development programs, the focus on immersive training. Incredible. Incredible. Well, when I come back in six months time, what I hope to have achieved uh, for me, I've actually got all my goals kind of broken down into about eight different categories. Those categories are career, learning, social travel, exercise, financial, relationship, and family. <laughs> and I've got little goals. Um, let's see. I've only got like two, three maximums. It's, and I actually have all my goals on whiteboard sitting next to my table. So every morning I come in to do work, I kind of, you know, make sure I set my intention uh, around thinking and goals. Um, obviously, having a half marathon, which is a cheeky little surprise for you, but I am up to the task. I am so committed to doing this. I actually went for my first run yesterday with my dog and um, it was hard. It was three days. It was hard. No, I did it. So I have some big ones for me this year. Uh, research. So I want to, uh, you know, part of my mission is to contribute to developing and uh, advancing aerospace engineering in Australia. So I, uh, and I also want to inspire the next generation, particularly women and First Nations people, um, 
to to kind of pursue those careers. So um, my research is in sustainable aviation fuel. Um, one of my big goals this year is to work in an industry placement um, whilst I'm doing that research. I would love to do that research full time, um, which was a really hard decision to come to because it means, you know, financially you're going to have to change like your plans um, and work-wise, so the commute now from Sydney, uh, that's going to come kind of into play. Uh, but I'm so committed to this goal that I'm willing to kind of make sacrifices around that to make it come to life. Um, so hoping to have an update on that uh, relatively soon. Uh, the topic that I've picked uh, is around optimizing flight routes, and uh, I've actually got my internship to NASA this year, so... Uh, I, I think that that is great alignment between what NASA is doing in that space and then what we're doing here in Australia uh, in the aviation sector in that space. So uh, I'm hoping to get a project with Alliance to research with NASA. Uh, and yeah, a few other goals just around um, exercise. So maintaining consistency with my program off the back of my bikini comp last year. I've learned some amazing skills um, and some really great training programs and structure. So meal prep is one of them, being really healthy, like Monday to Friday, making sure I'm smashing my like my calories and my like, you know, macros and all those sorts of things, which is awesome. Uh, it makes me feel good. Um, not only internally, but um, just makes me feel quite, um, I guess, in control of how I'm managing my body and looking after my own health and prioritizing that. Um, and I think I I really wanted to go to Japan this year, actually. So I went to Whistler last year and it was just like the most epic time, that snow morning on the slopes. And I think one thing that I've really realized about myself past couple of years I really just don't love cities I don't really love going into big uh, cities like New York or uh, like London I don't know like they're so concrete and you can kind of like if you really want to you can have a very simple experience they've got great food great culture great entertainment but what I think I've really come to realize about myself is I love the peace and quiet and just moving my body and just being around a group of great people uh, and doing that in remote, regional, you know, outdoorsy kind of situations. So uh, I really want to go to Japan at the end of the year and go snowboarding. So that's another goal for me financially is to try and hit all these other financial goals, but also make sense to have fun. Very good. I love that. I will um, make sure I save this recording somewhere so we can hold each other accountable for these goals. And I, I do have a confession, and this is why I'm a bit still a bit vague on my goals. I've got like my brainstorm, and I haven't converted my spreadsheet. So I'm going to make that for our next call. Is I'll make sure I convert it into my planning spreadsheet and add some rigor to it because it's not super set. Uh, and that's one thing actually. Over this break, I have. On what what's important and what is there to prioritize and prioritize a lot of the, the business tasks which have an immediate uh res- is it immediate result or there's actually like a flow-on effect from not doing them with the goals that i've gone it's okay to wait and it has actually been driving me nuts because i usually haven't worked out all the first of january but i've been okay with it because there's been other things that have been more of a priority so uh i will commit to that for our next all and i love that we can hold each other accountable over the next six months year ongoingly because i know we well as friends uh, outside the podcast anyway thanks for friends and i really enjoyed this discussion on how we can plan when things don't go according to plan and pivot i love that thanks so much for listening